The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Welcome to Everyday Spirituality with your host, Kimberly Tobin. Using religion as a foundation, we can broaden and even break its boundaries in order to explore and strengthen our spirituality. Our program is designed to bring faith into your life, however you may interpret it. It's not just for hard times. It's not for services once a week or only a few times a year. It's in everything around you. You can use spirituality to make the world around you a better place. Now, here is Kimberly Tobin. Welcome, everyone. I'm so, so grateful that you're joining me today. I have an amazing, amazing guest lined up for you today. But before we get started, I wanted to give you an idea of what our time is all about. I created this safe and sacred space to meet you where you are on your journey. You will find that we all have many things in common, starting with a deep yearning that there has to be something more. Some of us have been on this quest for decades, some for months, and some for just days. This community will support your questioning, growing, and pushing the comfort zone so that your faith continues to become stronger in good times and in bad. I have invited guests of all different spiritual practices to share with you the ways they walk in faith. Some of their beliefs may not resonate with you, and some will. I ask you be willing to lower your barriers to welcome new thoughts and feelings. My intention with each show is that you experience several aha moments that help you walk your authentic spiritual path every day. Just because a spiritual journey is personal does not mean you have to do it alone. So circle up and let's get these conversations started. Today, Kat Tozier is joining us. Kat is an author, podcast host, mystic medicine woman, and spiritual mentor. With a unique combination of practical wisdom and spiritual insights, she helps women clear the patterns that keep them trapped and invoke their healing power. Kat is the founder of Indomitable Woman. She believes as women, our power is in our individuality and our strength is in our unity. And she facilitates gathering spiritual women together to support our collective healing. Through conversation and community, she connects women to information, inspiration, and resources to help them navigate their transformational journey. Kat, welcome. Thanks, Kim. I've been looking forward to doing this all day today. Well, I so appreciate you uh, taking time to do this. You guys, you probably don't know this, but out east they are experiencing or have experienced a great storm. And several people still don't have electricity. And some, like Kat, just got theirs back on. So (laughs) I appreciate you taking time to do this. (laughs) Yeah, it's been an interesting journey this week for... Well, it was about half a million people in the state originally when the power first 
went out during the storms on Monday, and, and you know, they've got it down now to, oh, I don't know, 150000 or so, which is still a lot, but it's an amazing feat. So mm, it's been man. an interesting week. You're right. <laughs> I bet that's right. Well, let's get started um, by first. Can you share a little bit about your journey, where you started, and kind of how you got to where you are? Hmm. Well, keeping the frame specifically around the topic of spirituality, of course. Mm-hmm. In my childhood, I was raised in a very structured religious environment and ha- all of the um, do's and don'ts and shouldn't, shouldn'ts and, and what's okay and what's not okay and, and how people in general, but women and girls in particular should act, were a large part of the programming of my childhood. Mm-hmm. And I moved forward into my young adult years, getting married and starting a family. And during those years in my 20s, I was still very much involved in the church, an organized religious church and had moved from, but had moved from a more Baptist background to a more Pentecostal direction. And that was my first exposure to really singing in the church, um, beyond traditional hymns and instruments being played and things like anointing with oil and, and laying on of hands and some practices that were a little bit outside the scope of what I had grown up with in the the Baptist church that I attended in childhood. And in those years, I was very, very involved in the church that I was part of. I was overseas. My my ex-husband was military. And so a lot of this happened on military bases and and in, in Germany and also in Missouri once we came back to the States rather than in my home of Maine, my home state of Maine. And in those years, I, you know, was a nursery coordinator, and I was part of a women's prayer group, and just a lot of involvement. And so that was how my children were first exposed as well to spirituality in any form when they were very young. And one of the problems I had with that situation was one memorable thing in particular is... When I was still in Germany and attending the church that I was affiliated with there, there was one woman in particular who had a very, very abusive husband. And the, what she ultimately was told by the leaders of this church were that her role was to be submissive to her husband, that her husband was the head of the household. Wow. And so I was getting very soured on a lot of what I was being taught, what I was being told, what I was witnessing. And after about 10 years of the early part of my mothering years and and, and adult life, and this period of time where I tried so hard to do everything, quote unquote, right, Mm -hmm. and to be the good wife and the good mother and the good military wife and all of those things. My then husband left me and my three small children. And 
that was sort of the final straw for me when it came to all of the spiritual practices I had held up to that point. I went through another year or so of fits and starts of thinking about maybe, you know, going to church still and things like that. But I was getting pulling way, way, way away from it because I felt very strongly that the message I had been receiving to do all of these things this so-called right way mm-hmm. and ending up by myself with these small children and all of the things I had witnessed was leaving me in a place of saying, you know, there's just something really wrong with this whole scenario. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled away drastically, drastically, and then completely, and even went to a point of buying some books on atheism and, you know, the whole polar opposite of right. having any kind of faith whatsoever. And then I came upon a book in the late 90s called The Dance of the Dissident Daughter, and it's written mm-hmm. by Sue Monk Kidd. And interestingly, Sue Monk Kidd, in the years that I was a young mother and starting my, my journey as a, a family, Sue Monk Kidd also was still very involved in the traditional church she had been raised in. And she was, at that time, writing um, materials from that viewpoint. And she had done a complete shift of gears herself. And so when I came upon this book written by a woman that I knew, sharing a completely different viewpoint of spirituality and, mm-hmm. and moving into the, the recognition and acknowledgement of, of feminine energy and the divine feminine and goddesses and things that were outside the normal teachings of the church, it really struck a chord with me. But it took me a lot of years for that to morph into something that I actively pursued. And I think and at that time, it was so much because there was a war going on in me with mm-hmm. everything that I had been so deeply ingrained to believe was quote-unquote right, that it felt so wrong to go against that and look in another direction. It took me more than a decade to come to a place where I started to really explore it and open up to it. And I'm going to stop at this point because there are next steps in that journey, obviously, but I'm sure that you have a couple of things you want to want to ask. And so I'll, I'll take a breath here and <laughs> let you ask them, and, and then we can talk about the next steps. If you you know, it, we've talked before, and, you know, I could just, just listen to you all day long. I will never forget the first time we connected, and I started to share a little bit about my story, and you shared yours, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. That was the very first time I did not feel alone in this journey, to realize that someone else had – you know, I was carrying this chip on my shoulder that, oh, I, I was raised in such a strong religion and this is poor me and woe me. And, I'm, and, I, and I didn't think I was in my victimhood, but until I spoke with you, it was just so enlightening and, and, and I mean physically enlightening. I felt like the world was off my, my shoulders and I thought, I'm not in this alone. I am not the only one that has ever gone through that. And I will never be able to thank you enough for just sharing your story allowed me to grow. Well, thank you for saying that. I, I, of course, clearly remember the conversation that we had, but I didn't know until right this moment how impactful that conversation was. So, so thank you so much for sharing 
that with me because it it gives me such a, a wonderful feeling to know I'm very careful about trying to hold space when mm-hmm. I have conversations with people, when I interview people myself, and when I work with clients and all of that. And and so it's such a wonderful feeling to know that there was a major impact for you. Oh, and it totally and I was. Remember, Go ahead. I remember in that conversation, one of the things that you mentioned was when you took a baby step away from the the tr- traditions that you had been part of for so long, mm-hmm. it was working with angels because, mm-hmm. and I, I think you said something to the effect, angels were safe because they talk about angels in the Bible and, you know, yes. the, the, uh, the angels are very much a biblical concept. And so it was kind of a safe baby step away mm-hmm. from specific church-related doctrine that's ingrained in us. And I, too, share that piece of the puzzle because I've, I mean, angels are everywhere in mm-hmm. my house. I mean, I've got pictures, I've got figurines, I've got blankets, I've got everything you can possibly imagine. And people have gifted me with angels for uh, 20 or 25 years because it's such a thing of mine. And one of my daughters for about 14 or so years now has been giving me a special Christmas Eve gift every year. And it's an angel of some kind, anything from an ornament to, to jewelry to, you know, something for my altar to what to what, you name it. And that step is something we share in common, but I've expanded that work with angels exponentially in oh, yeah. the last 10 years or so as well. And and I um, agree with you. That is kind of like it was like the jumping off point. But we are getting ready for our very first break. And when um, we come back, uh, I would like to dive in a little bit more on um, making that turn from the religious rules and structure and the fear that was just entangled in that, that was just stifling, I guess, is about about the only word I can think of. So when we come back, we will... um, carry on that conversation we'll be right back the voice america women's channel making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-346-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Voice America Women's Channel. into Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Again, that's Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Welcome back, everyone. Before we went to break, Kat and I were talking about um, talk angels, how Kat was so instrumental with just one conversation, um, like my jumping point. As we talked about, angels were my safe place. Like They were in the Bible, and, and I thought, okay, well, I'm going to start studying those. And that was my first step away from the more structure and religious rules. And I was still scared stiff that I was going to go to hell or that I was going to be condemned for my church and, you know, all these other things that um, my felt that my religion was fear-based and was feeding that fear to keep me in line. And that didn't obviously work very well. <laughs> anyway, Kat, can, can you share a little bit more about... When you took that left turn away from your religion, you know, how, how did you keep going? Where did you go for questions or with your questions and, and to find answers? Well, it, it, the left turn was lots and lots of left turns and right turns and, <laughs> and switchbacks and <laughs> exit True ramps that. and on ramps. And <laughs> it was by no means one simple left turn. And I think... So much of that is because people in general have been very much taught that whole do and don't lift. But women Mm -hmm. in particular have been given such a severe set of restrictions in traditional religious doctrine that it, it is very difficult to break away from that and accept and acknowledge yourself for who you are and the divine for what it is, which is much, much more than what we've been taught. Mm -hmm. Uh, For instance, I've always known things. I've had an affinity to be aware that something was going to take place. Not always as a clear vision, but just the knowledge that something was coming. And the, especially when it came to my children, of course, who are people mm-hmm. that you're incredibly energetically connected to. And so that makes sense. But in, in a lot of other ways. And I often ignored that. And women in particular are, there's so many jokes made 
about women's intuition. Mm-hmm. It's been devalued. Right. And yet it's something that's very real. Mm-hmm. And I came to recognize over time how over the decades and centuries of religious shift, because there was a time centuries and centuries ago where women practiced a different kind of spirituality than what we think of as modern religion. And women Mm -hmm. were leaders, spiritual leaders. And over the centuries, millennia and centuries that, that that shifted and changed to our current model, the things that became devalued and ultimately even punishable offenses were things that are inherently natural to women, like intuitive knowing, healing, being able to, you know, to cure and fix things, to see things, to create and nurture, all of the things that make us divinely feminine. And that move to a place, ultimately, of even being punishable. And Mm -hmm. we became fearful of being punished for being who we are. And so a lot of what I spent my time doing on those left turns and right turns and switchbacks and so forth was fighting with the, 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 the programming inside of me that said, you said it a few minutes ago, you're going to go to hell if you do this. Yeah. And as far as you, your question, you asked in your question about where did I go to learn? The learning, there wasn't anybody to ask, at least not where I live in rural Maine. And so a lot of my learning came from digging into books. You know, as I mentioned, I had even gone so far as to look at books about atheism. But then I, Mm -hmm. once I discovered Dance of the Dissident Daughter, I moved forward into other kinds of books about everything from spirituality to healing, to energy healing, to, you know, what they quote unquote call occult practices. And the... The place where the breakthrough happened for me was almost five years ago now, my life came crashing down around my ears. And for a few months before the crashing down happened, there were just things I knew. And yet I denied them and I wouldn't acknowledge them and... You know, the things that we do to pretend we don't know what we know. Mm-hmm. And Valentine's Day of 2013 came around. And my then husband took me on a two-day bed and breakfast deal. And it was a complicated time. And I knew things were wrong in our marriage and, and with myself in particular because I was getting sicker and sicker physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And if you're in a right place spiritually, you're in a better place physically, mentally, and emotionally. And I was in a very bad place yep. in, in all those areas. And on our way home from this two-day bed and breakfast deal that had been um, really tense and really awkward, On the spur of the moment, out of absolutely nowhere, I said, let's stop at Barnes & Noble. I want to buy a tarot deck. And 
I'd had tarot readings before that, and I had, you know, mm-hmm. been interested in studied psychology, uh, psychology, uh, astrology, <laughs> and psychology, but that's another story, and some other things, but I had never actually owned a tarot deck. We stopped at Barnes & Noble. I bought a tarot deck, and we went home. This was on a Saturday night. And so after we got in and got the suitcases put away and whatnot and got settled, he was sitting in his chair in the living room and I was sitting in mine and I cracked open this brand new tarot deck and opened it up and, you know, looked it over and looked through the little book that comes with it and all of that. And and in the book, it tells you how to lay out what's called a Celtic cross, which is a Mm -hmm. 10 card spread that's about, you know, here, there and everywhere in your life, the past, the present, the future, et cetera. And, so I started drawing cards just for the heck of it and laying out this 10-card Celtic cross, not having really any clue of what I was doing. But I start looking at the book and referencing the cards that come up, and every one of those cards was about lying and cheating and betrayal mm. and all of these things. And so I'm telling my then-husband this stuff, and I'm laughing as I'm reading these definitions or, you know, explanations of the card out of the guidebook. And by the time I got, you know, five or six into it and they were all saying the same thing, I wasn't really laughing anymore because it was going off right in my solar plexus and saying, yeah, that's exactly what this is. And you know it and you've known it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so by the end of those 10 cards, I said to him, are you having an affair? He said, yeah, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Two days later, not quite 48 hours later, I got a phone call from someone I trust implicitly who's always looked out for my well-being and my best interest that said, I waited as long as I could to tell you about this because I wanted to be absolutely sure. But your then-husband has been seen at ex-woman's house regularly and gave me all of this information. I confronted him. He admitted it. I kicked him out. Mm-hmm. Three days later, four days later, four days later, my mother went into the hospital. My 82-year-old mother went into the hospital. And life went off into a chaotic tailspin for several weeks because I was dealing with the fallout of what was happening in my marriage. I was dealing with my 80, making end-of-life decisions for my 82-year-old mother. Well, at that time, I didn't know they were end-of-life decisions. I was making medical decisions as her medical power of attorney for my 82-year-old mother. So I used the cards a little bit here and there, but I didn't really pick them up to do anything serious for about five more weeks. Mm-hmm. And on that particular day, about five weeks after the first reading, I was inquiring about my mother because I was, we were making a decision then about hospice and about things that were truly going to be end-of-life decisions. And I was really uncertain and I was really scared and I was really shaky and I wanted confirmation. And right then, that was the only spiritual tool I felt like I had to be able to trust what my gut already knew. And I did that reading, and I drew the death card. And I knew in that case, the death card isn't always about physical death. It's Mm -hmm. often about transformation. But I knew then it was about physical death. And so within a few days, we brought my mother home on hospice, and we were settling in for several months. The doctors all said, you know, this is going to be a long process, make your plans accordingly, do the things you need to do to be able to get, you know, respite care for yourselves and all that. It's going to be months. And two weeks later, my mother was dead. Wow. And in the fallout 
of everything that happened between February of 2013 and August of 2013 with the dissolution of my marriage, with the death of my mother, selling our home, packing up and selling my mother's home, my youngest child graduated high school and moved away. It was just this huge, huge time in my life. And I ended up that fall, early fall, in a little cabin by myself. I went to hide to heal. And I was by myself with my dog, who anybody that's, you know, heard my story knows 18 days after I moved into this cabin, I find out my dog, the only thing I had left then was dying of kidney cancer. Oh, my gosh. And I railed at God at that point because I was still God-focused. And it was, what have I done so frigging wrong in this lifetime to be being punished this way? Why is everything being taken away from me? I'm almost 50 years old and you're stripping my life down to nothing. Why? Why am I so wrong? Why am I so dysfunctional? Why am I being punished? Why is my life like this? And, you know, it was a period of several weeks of trying to figure things out and, and going through some healing and going through the stages of grief and going through anger and going through just all of it. Mm. And I finally came to a point of realization that we are not here to be punished. And the reason I believed so strongly I was being punished is because the roots of my religious programming mm-hmm. said we are all sinners, and, and if we don't this right. and that, we're going to hell. And if we do this and that, we're going to hell. And, and, if, you know, and that the only way to live right is to follow this narrow doctrine mm-hmm. of rules. Oh. And I decided at that point that no more. I, I was not going to live under a false doctrine like that. And so I got hooked up with a local metaphysical shop and I started getting involved with their spiritual community and getting into some other classes and drum circle and and the different kinds of things. And this group of people was so supportive, so welcoming, so loving, so light, so kind, so good hearted collectively and individually that it really got my attention. Mm-hmm. And from there, the how I learned took off. Because not only did I read more books, I'm a, you know, I'm an avid reader and so I read more books and I'm an avid researcher and learner. And so I did a lot of my own stuff. But I also had people to talk to and learn from. And everything went rapid fire fast forward from there in a huge and tremendous spiritual shift to this place of openness and expansiveness and love and light. And, you know, I don't mean that to say that the, you know, four and a half years in between has been completely easy because I've got decades of programming to undo. And in Mm -hmm. fact, you know, and in fact, it's centuries of programming because what we experience individually, we have to, Mm -hmm. to uproot, but we also have to uproot what we've collectively been taught as women. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Thank you for being so open and sharing that. I, I just can't, um, just sending you tons of hugs. I can only imagine what that was like. Well, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we're going to dive in a little bit deeper from the 
the religion that we were brought up in and the transition to where we are now, and I say we, you and I, what we share and, and the things we've learned and how we became that part of that pack of lighter, more loving and um, happier people. And we'll be right back. America Women. Your passion starts here. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars. Every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. You are tuned in to Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Again, that's Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Welcome back. Um, Before we went on break, Kat was sharing her soulful, tremendous, vulnerable story with us and what she had gone through in One of the things that um, hit me is, like I said previously, Kat is one of the um, jumping points of why I started what I'm doing. And my big why is that other women going through their spiritual journey don't ever have to feel alone. I I felt tremendously alone and didn't know where to turn and felt heavy and um, didn't realize I was in the middle of my victimhood Still, even though I thought I had worked through some of that. And what Kat was describing before we went on break about being with a group of women that was light and um, energetic and loving was something that was um, eye-opening to me as well. I I didn't know that that was available. And I feel like, and and correct me if I'm wrong, um, Kat, but to me, that is the divine feminine at work. And in the religion that um, we were both brought up in, it was, that was never talked about. And if I go back and look and compare, it was such a male influence, male dominated stuff down your throat. You be quiet, you know, the women be quiet, you're the servants type of structure. 
you can see that previously, many, 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 many years ago, that when the women were powerful, how the men would feel so inferior and why the fear-based religion got their roots. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, that, because... That was like my aha when, moment. When you stop and think about it, creation cannot possibly be all male. It's right. just not logical. Because if creation, or if, if what has been created, the animals and, and the plants and the people and, and so on, if what has been created by the creator is, in, is a reflection or in the image of the creator, everything takes male and female. Mm-hmm. in the natural world to procreate and to, you know, create more. Even plants. I mean, there are male and female plants. Right. And it's just not logical that creation is entirely male. Yeah. But they don't want you to know that. They don't want to focus on that. Mm-hmm. And you I, know, it's I... interesting to me that a lot, so many things are about how it's framed mm-hmm. because I was talk, I, I've spoken about using tarot as divination and I, I, I've spoken about um, being knowing, intuitive knowing and knowing things mm-hmm. and seeing things and, and being aware of things coming. When it's framed as prophecy, it's acceptable. But when it's right. framed as being a psychic, it's not. Mm-hmm. Or you know, divination. The word occult. We all react to the word occult as oh, awful, and you know it's yes. it's, it's evil and it's sinful and it's it's, it's devil worship and it's, and it's demons and it's yeah. all of these things. Do you know what the word occult means? Knowledge Tells. of hidden things. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple, knowledge of hidden things. Well, what's God? A hidden right. thing. What are angels? A hidden thing. What is the Holy Spirit? A hidden thing. So, traditional religion is seeking the knowledge of hidden things. And yet, when it gets turned to the perception of women using that divine feminine energy to be who are naturally here to be as as nurturers and creators and, and being intuitive and being healers and doing the things that come naturally when we're aligned with divine feminine energy, it, the telescope gets turned, you know, and, it, and it's funny to me that if a woman puts together a bunch of ingredients and makes a meal to solve the problem of hunger for her family, she's doing what she's supposed to do, quote unquote. Right. But if a woman puts together a bunch of ingredients to make a, a, a healing tincture for an uh-huh. ailment, it gets called into question. Yeah. And, you know, depending on which way you're looking through the lens, making a healing potion or, or tincture is no more magical than making a meal and serving it or vice versa. Making a meal is just as magical <laughs> as, yeah. as making... A healing tincture. And yet the, the lens that it's being looked at through mm-hmm. defines and determines whether it's okay and whether it isn't. And things like if 
if it's framed in science, scientific research and finding a cure for things, or if it's a composition of music or a great literary work or or art, Mm -hmm. or if it's an invention that helps people live easier lives or, you know, whatever. I mean, everything from electricity and telephones to what, to what, to what. All of that is acceptable as brilliance and wonderful contribution to society. And yet, where did all those ideas come from? The inspiration, the seed idea for the thing that's going to cure a a, a serious illness or the invention of light or electric light or whatever, or these great compositions. Where did the essence of that come from? It came from the divine. But it was manifested in the world in a physical form that was acceptable in acceptable masculine energy. Yeah, Whereas exactly. if we are creating something, and I say we collectively as women, and not just us now in this lifetime, but generations and centuries of women, if what we are intuitively knowing or seeing psychically or, or reading through the divination arts of, of tarot and, and crystals and runes and whatever other tools you might use or creating herbal preparations and know, having plant magic and plant knowledge to create curative things out of plants or doing energy techniques like Reiki or whatever it might be, all of that becomes suspect. And yet the essence where we draw from is also the divine. It's Mm -hmm. just being drawn through as feminine energy. Well, I always crack up because I'm thinking, you know, when the kids were little and we were scraping, barely scraping two nickels together, I'm telling you, I created created some magic and just fixing some meals sometimes. And that really is, and and I, I don't mean that jokingly, it was magic to be able to have something out of nothing that, you know, to feed the family. And when I'm doing the same thing now, whether it is fixing a meal or whether I'm putting together teas because I don't feel get good or I'm gathering herbs and to make the food taste better or to, you know, whatever it may be, it's still from the divine. And it's still what I consider magic. And to me, magic and miracles are kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wow. agree. So eye-opening. We're going to go off to break real quick. And when we come back, Kat has been so gracious to offer you guys a free gift. And um, I also have something special to offer you as well. So we will be right back. This is the Voice America Women's Channel, where your success is limitless. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. You are tuned in to Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to kim at kimberlytobin.com. Again, that's kim at kimberlytobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Thanks, everyone, for continuing to join us. When um, we left, earlier, Kat, you and I were talking about, um, you know, the swing from the the pendulum swing from the male patri- patri- You know what? You just say it because I can't talk, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> The, you, you had mentioned the going from feminine, divine feminine centuries ago in, mm-hmm. into divine masculine and masculine energy. And the remark that I was making is the mistake we don't want to make is we don't need to go all the way back 100% into feminine energy. Because as I was saying, it that it's, it makes no sense that creation is all masculine, but neither is it all feminine. It's both, and right. it's the merger and the harmony and the blend of both. And so what we need is to come to that balance between divine feminine energy and divine masculine energy and find the harmony and the alchemy and the blend between them. Because this isn't about male and female. This is about masculine and feminine energies, divine right. energies. And it's not about, you know, the, the gender of a body that we're incarnated in, in this physical realm. And so we've got to come back to that balance. And I, it's my personal opinion, you know, women have been going through a few decades of coming to a place of awakening to this Mm -hmm. greater spiritual understanding. And I think the, the, the rumblings are there that the men are getting ready to go through their own, but the women are going to have to be the leaders in this. And yes, do you know collectively show our hand to each other as women and create that resonance of saying yes you know we're embracing the divine feminine and we want to create balance with the divine masculine and the merging with the divine masculine and create mm-hmm. the true spirituality that is that blend and harmony of both it's the true blend of creation of masculine and feminine not just one or the other I totally agree. And I, I feel like the women are going through that and we will show the way and support mm-hmm. 
the male, the masculine side as they come back to that too in their own balance to accept their feminine as well as the masculine. Yeah, and that's going to be a hard road to hope because, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're so culturized. Men are so, the, me- yeah. the men, the males, the boys are so culturized to the, the macho agenda right. in how they present in the world. And women to a point. Oh, yeah. Know, as we moved out into the world as career women and being more involved in the everyday workings of the world rather than just being, you know, the keepers of the home. We moved out into the world under the masculine energy way of doing things. And yeah. we we are learning now to be in the world in feminine energy. And so women are just kind of starting to get it. And it's going to be mm-hmm. a long road for, for oh, yeah. men it's and, be overnight. and in general to stop this whole macho agenda thing. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. One of the um, amazing things that Kat and I have worked on together is our new book that was just released. It's called Courageous Hearts. And as a special gift, I the first five people that email me, and that's Kim at KimberlyTobin.com, will receive a signed copy from me along with a note from spirit to directly to you so send me your name and address where to send your book and that's the first five people at send me the information kimber kim at kimberlytobin.com and cat has offered amazing free gift for all of you it's called the four gateways of personal power cat can you explain a little bit about your gift sure it's a four-part audio series that is about the way we process energy. We've been talking a lot about masculine energy and feminine energy, and we were just talking about the balance between the two. And the four gateways of personal power talks about the ways we physically process energy, mentally process energy, emotionally process energy, and spiritually process energy, and how we need to bring all of those systems into balance because some of them do operate more in masculine energy and some more in feminine energy and they need to harmonize and blend. And with that audio series, you'll also get an invitation to join my free year divine life community that of women, spiritual women that we've been getting off the ground in these last few weeks, because I believe in paying it forward. I've had mm-hmm. so many women that have done wonderful things for me and shared wonderful gifts with me out of that place of love and light and and generosity and kindness that we were talking about, Kim. And so I want to continue that my part in that ripple effect of paying it forward. And so I've created a free Your Divine Life community. And when your listeners grab the four gateways of personal power audios, they're also going to get an invitation to join that free community for other exclusive content and some goodies that they'll be made aware of as well. All of it is about bringing together women collectively to show our hand. You and I were just talking about this during the break a little bit, that it's really hard in the paradigm of the world we live in to show that little glimmer of our different level of spirituality and that divine feminine. But when another woman sees even the slightest glimmer of it, her first reaction is, oh, you too? Oh, let's talk. Because yeah. as you mentioned, Kim, 
We all feel like we're alone on this journey, and there are so many of us. And if each of us get brave enough to show that glimmer and then, Mm -hmm. you know, open the door a little more and and more light and more light, women are going to magnetize to each other and support each other in this journey. And that's what needs to happen. And so that's why I've created a free community as well, in addition to the four gateways of personal power audios to get you started or your listeners started with some of the foundational ideas of moving masculine and feminine energy and blending it and harmonizing it. Well, I'm a member and I have learned so much. I'm very grateful to be part of that. Also, to get Kat's free gift, go to KimberlyTobin.com forward slash gift, and I will have a link there for her gift, as well as to Kat's um, personal webs or business website, and where you can learn more about all the wonderful things that she's done, that she does and is continuing to do. I had a big aha today. Um, I Kat and I were talking a little bit off air. The def- I didn't really ever understand what the divine feminine was. I just, it really sounded good. You know, just kind of a tagline. Was it advertised? I just didn't get it until when she talked about the pa- the power and the that men have in the religion. That you know, the the they the fear base that was um, I was taught how to do, and then when she said the divine feminine with a group of women and everything feels lighter and everything feels like love and magic happens and miracles happen and we grow together and we lift each other up. My aha, that is the divine feminine. Kat, thank you so very much for being here today, for being so open and so honest and all the wisdom that you shared is just, I'm forever grateful. So thank you for joining me and your amazing gift. Everyone, again, go to KimberlyTobin.com forward slash gifts for Kat's wonderful, wonderful offer. Thank you, everyone, again, for joining us today. And until we meet again, I hope that your days are full of magic, abundance, and blessings. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining Kimberly Tobin for Everyday Spirituality. Be sure to tune in again for another program next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll impart some more spiritual wisdom then.